Hello everyone, Craig here, and before we get started on this week's Universal Edition of the Diz Unplugged, I have a last-second announcement that just happened, so I figured I have to throw it in, because lucky enough, I am in the studio uh, today, like right during the announcement when it was happening, and I'm sure most of you know by now, and if you don't, well, here is the big news. It is that we finally have a name and an opening date for the next attraction coming to Universal Orlando. Of course, we all know that it is a family-friendly roller coaster that's on the site of the old Dragon Challenge in the Wizarding World of Harry Potter Hogsmeade over at Islands of Adventure. And the name, in fact, will be Hagrid's Magical Creatures Motorbike Adventure. A very long name uh, for (laughs) the attraction, but I guess it covers every little bit of information involved in it so we know there will be magical creatures we know that it's going to be a motorbike adventure and it's going to feature Hagrid so that is all right there in the title it is opening up June 13th that will be the official grand opening date of it it could soft open earlier uh most likely it will soft open earlier as a lot of attractions have done in the past you know going through those uh three weeks to a month of technical rehearsals but I don't want to tell you that it's definitely going to happen and then they run into issues along the way and you you plan your vacation around coming to see it early and then it doesn't open up I, I don't I don't want you to get too involved in that but yeah, it's it will definitely be open after June 13th. So you're going to be riding on the motorbiker sidecar uh, through the outside of Hogwarts Castle. And when I mean Hogwarts Castle, I'll, I'll quote Universal in this as they say it's for the first time ever. Join Hagrid as you fly far beyond the grounds of Hogwarts Castle on a thrilling roller coaster ride that plunges you into the past of some of the Wizarding World's most Sorry, the Wizarding World's rarest magical creatures. That's all it says there. My screen's very, very tiny right now, very dark, so that was very difficult to read. But, yeah, that's the big takeaway, that Hagrid's Magical Creatures Motorbike Adventure will be opening on June 13th, 2019, Islands of Adventure. It's going to be pure insanity, probably, for the opening. I mean, even leading up to it when you're waiting for technical rehearsals, this is going to be a big, big attraction, unlike anything we've really seen, honestly, in my opinion, since the opening of the Wizarding World of Harry Potter Diagon Alley. That, that's the last thing that's kind of on this level. Nothing against Fast and Furious, Supercharged, Race to New York starring Jimmy Fallon. Again, nothing against those. Just it's 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 Harry Potter, so it's on a different level. So uh, with that out of the way, I'm going to now slowly go into the show that we already recorded for you. But hope you enjoyed it, and I hope you enjoy what's to come. Coming up, we're about to hit the crazy spring break season, so we need to be talking about Express Pass. We're going to talk about some pros with it, maybe even a con, but we're going to talk about it for sure. So, from the Bob Varley studio in Orlando, Florida, this is the Universal Edition of The Diz Unplugged. This is episode 207 of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. 
The Diz Unplug Universal Edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect universal vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. I am your host, Craig Williams. Today, I am joined alongside by my co-host, Mr. Rhino Clavin. Hello. Hello. And uh, we have a good episode for you here. Like I said earlier, thank you. I can't I can't find your volume <laughs> control, so that makes I just realized it was a lot farther away than I thought it was. It makes life a lot easier there, so uh, it's uh, we're getting on track with that. Sorry, Sorry for those uh, little audio hiccups in the beginning there. Yeah, today, as I mentioned, we are going to talk about Universal Express. I wish we had something more exciting to talk about. Unfortunately, it's just been kind of a blah week. Uh, you know, Universal Mardi Gras kicked off uh, last week, as uh, you saw, like two weeks ago, technically, I guess, by the time basically we got around to this. Um, we had our Bush episode last week, our Gavin Rossdale episode, and all the food. I hope you guys enjoyed uh, watching us pig out for a while. Uh, as of right now, I still don't know how to eat crawfish, and maybe maybe one day I will learn about it. But other than that, there's not a lot happening in the the Universal Universe. See what you did there? I, yeah, you did see what I did there. I guess there is one thing worth mentioning, since uh, we are actually recording this show uh, before we are... Um, before before I leave for vacation next week, which what I'm going to say is that next week we're just doing a pre-recorded show. I mean, all of our shows are pre-recorded now, but it will be one in advance. So if any news comes out, it won't matter at all because we won't be around to talk about it. I won't be around to talk about it. I, I don't know why I'm like trying to like skirt around this one. You get it. You understand. We're busy. We're people. We have stuff to do sometimes. Uh, yeah, so we're going to talk about... We're we're gonna talk about uh, that's why. Sorry, I know I'm like I really should have just did like a hard stop pause on that. I was on the wrong internet, so I was like, why is nothing coming up when I'm trying to load it? But the one thing I did want to talk about that was in the news this week, the uh, and uh, quite honestly goes right alongside with Mardi Gras, so a little bit fun. But there are new add-on experiences being offered at this year's Mardi Gras. Did you Ooh, see this, Rhino? Did you no, hear about this? I did not. So um, one of the things they touted, of course, was the Mardi Gras tasting lanyard, which we talked all about yes. that on the show last week. And again, if if you're going to try anything as an annual pass holder, if you want to try everything, uh, plus some extras left over, $60, well worth it. You're oh, yeah. getting a, a good bargain for you. But there's two other experiences that they are offering this year for Mardi Gras. The first one just recently started as well too and that is a bayou boil so are you asking me what a bayou boil is yeah i feel like will it have crawfish in it oh of course yeah it's basically uh, your standard new orleans crawfish boil so comes with crawfish shrimp potatoes corn on the cob all made in a big big pot if you do not eat seafood you do have one option that you can get in on and that is chicken and 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 Dewey sausage. And Dewey. <laughs> and Dewey sausage. Mom chicken. always called me and Dewey yeah. sausage. And so there's chicken and Andouille sausage jambalaya. Uh, and this uh, this does only take place on select nights. So on the nights that there are concerts, this is happening for sure. So uh, because it started Feptem- February, <laughs> September. <laughs> September. Booby. <laughs> started September or February 16th. That was Gavin DeGraw night. We went to Gavin. Gavin DeGraw. Yeah, it was fun. 
Yep. It was good. I mm-hmm. thought he was really good. Mm-hmm. He was. He, he had a face that smiled a lot. <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't like that face. I didn't care for him. I've, as an ugly person, I could flat out say that he was part of the club. He is also an ugly person, but that doesn't mean he isn't a heck of a performer. He was. I just did not care to look at him. It, <laughs> it bothered me immensely. So if you're watching this, Gavin, I'm sorry. Thanks for the great songs. Thanks for being famous. I just don't like your face. Back to the uh, Bayou Boyle. Uh, it's fifty nine ninety nine for adults plus tax. Thirty nine ninety nine for children oh, plus tax. Wow. It is all you can eat while you're at the boil. And it sounds weird just saying it yeah. It sounds pretty gross. And along with the food, you will also receive an exclusive viewing area for the Mardi Gras parade that includes king cake, beignets, sparkling wine, and assorted non-alcoholic beverages. The the seating area for this, not seating, uh, the area where you have it reserved is in front of the Pantages Theater, which is the horror makeup show theater. So right at the start and stop of the, the parade route. So a good place for sure. And then if you're not interested in the Bayou Boil, they are also going to be starting a Mardi Gras parade desserts and cinematic viewing experience for $49.99 per adult plus tax or $29.99 per adult per child plus tax. I apologize on that one. That will be happening select nights between March 13th and April 4th. And this will be a the same reserve viewing spot for the parade along with uh, then specialty desserts, sparkling wine, plus an exclusive viewing area for cinematic celebration. So I would just wanna... pay the 10 extra bucks to get all you can eat. Yeah, honest, oh, I mean, it doesn't ever overlap on the two nights. So okay. it's so it's two different experiences in order to get that that reserve viewing and such. I feel like the Bayou Boil, you might get a little bit more. I guess uh, during the meal, too, they also do give you like a, a coupon for one alcoholic beverage so during the bayou yeah it's a, it would be i think it would be a hell of a deal if you got unlimited drinks during the the bayou boil uh, I, that would that be would amazing be, it would probably make it like 80 dollars. i would think i think it, honestly if you think about something like um hoopty do being at like a 60 70 price point for mm. that with all you can drink in a in 90 That's minute true. form i feel like i feel like they could do this here too but uh, i don't know if we're going to get the chance to experience it uh, we're absolutely going to try but being that it's a limited time thing it's it, you never know if we're going to get out to it if they bring it back next year uh, we'll definitely plan it out in the schedule ahead of time but popping up like this and we have a busy schedule coming up it just didn't I don't know if it'll work out in the cards, but it is available to you, and you can book those on the Universal Orlando website if you're interested in it. But why don't we move on to our topic for today, and that is Universal Express. And we're going to talk about particularly four reasons why Universal Express is extremely, extremely awesome. And we're going to talk about one thing that is you know, kind of a bummer with it, but it's... You know, it is what it is. So let's let's talk all about Universal Express for four great things about it. But starting with the bad one. And I guess we have to say it right off the bat right off the bat that the only bad thing per se about Universal Express is the money oh, involved yeah. in Universal Express. So uh if you're unfamiliar with Universal Express, 
I hope you're not completely unfamiliar at this point because we've talked about it before in the past and talking about it again now, but uh, Express is the universal equivalent of a fast pass, and it is not free to everyone who attends the park like fast passes. It is only for people who are paying it, paying for it, as well as hotel guests at the deluxe resorts. So Portofino Bay, Hard Rock Hotel, and Royal Pacific Resorts. So that is that is the base on it. If you're not staying at one of those three hotels and you're also not buying it, you do not have any option to use any sort of skip the line type pass at all like you might at Walt Disney World, Disneyland, any of those places. So it is it is kind of a bummer for that reason like right off the bat it's you know it, it would be nice if there was a a free option. However, because it is a paying option, I feel like it offers other benefits that outweigh uh, stuff like FastPass, where everyone has access to that. So it might not be as as helpful if you're not a mega planner hmm. in, in that sense. Uh, but on a positive note on the fact that it costs money, it costs money, but there are different tiers in terms of, of how you can use your Express. So you don't have to just get a the unlimited express pass where you get to do everything at all parks as much as you want you can start off at, at a lower one where you might have just express at one of the parks and just for just for one so for each attraction you get an express pass for that ride for one time so you can start really low get up to get up to the level where you're adding in both parks get to the next level where you're adding both parks but then also doing unlimited uh, there's there's options so it might not be one of those things where you necessarily like y- you don't have to go all out if you're if you're content with saying you know what I'm okay waiting some of the time but I want to I want to ride some rides over and over and over again maybe the unlimited is better plan for you but if you're like I just want to get the taste of everything once then you know don't don't go all out on a pass that costs more money than you need be smart about it but it is expensive there's there's no beating around the bush on no, that. Like yeah. Rhino, what's a two park uh, Express Unlimited pass start at? Ninety nine dollar, ninety nine ninety nine per day. Yeah, and that's per person. Yeah, so that's you have to think up. about that. That's that's a lot. That's right there for your family. If you already bought two park passes for two days, then you're also adding on. You know, if you do it a sloppy way and and you just buy everything like the day of, I mean, you're you're looking at an extra four hundred dollars a day per person. So it can get very expensive, but uh, that's also why you do have the option of staying at one of those three hotels I mentioned, and you get it for free right away. And well, I mean, built into the cost of your your expensive hotel, but it you can make your money's worth out of it. But yeah, four hundred dollars. A day, though, like you just said, factor that in and be like, okay, well, it costs you know one hundred and fifty dollars extra a night to stay at this hotel. Yeah, and in the past, it was you know you used to be able to stay at like Cabana Bay and add on Express and still get a better deal out of doing it that way than staying at the hotels. But anytime anymore, it's you're getting a better value if you can get into one of those hotels. You you can usually find a better rate than staying at a cheaper hotel, buying Express, and adding on with your ticket. So it's definitely worth looking into. So let's now talk about the four things that make FastPass 
not well, make Express so great, uh, even better than FastPass. And I'm going to start off with uh, number one, and that is there's no need to plan in advance with Universal Express. That is true. That is a big plus for me. Uh, that is like the honestly, that's like the only selling point that I genuinely think you need. Like again, you don't have to plan at all. You can so. go. You can be like. You can decide in the moment, you know what? I'm not feeling great at this second. Maybe I won't go on Rip Ride Rocket, and I'll save it for like two hours from now after I I feel better. Yeah. So with with let's assume that we're comparing this to booking a stay at Walt Disney World and – you know, you're at the 60 day point, you can start booking your fast passes. At that point, you have to decide what parks you want to go to on which days and what you want to experience. 180 days. No, that's for dining. Fast passes is six fast passes are 60 days out. And then for us annual pass holders and stuff, if we want to just go regularly, it's 30, it's 30 days. Okay. So uh, with, with that, you still like, you know, that's not. That's two months out. But at the two-month point right there, you have to say to yourself, okay, I want to do this park this day, and I want to do that park that day. I want to try to get into Flight of Passage. Nope, didn't wake up early enough to do that. Well, maybe I want Seven Doors Mine Train. Nope, didn't get up early enough to do that. Okay, if I only do this for two Fast Passes, I can get us this attraction. If I do it for the four people in our group, I'm not able to get it. It gets messy. And with Universal Express... It is a non-factor. You don't have to plan anything out at all in advance, especially especially if you're staying at at the hotels and you have that unlimited express or if that's the pass you choose to buy. You don't have to plan anything. You you don't have to decide until that morning when you wake up what you actually want to do and you can't you cannot beat that kind of flexibility. Especially on vacation, you don't. You can really, you can really let your brain just go a little bit extra. Yeah, and that's a that's a thing that we hear a lot. Uh, you know, it's so let's not beat around the bush. Universal still isn't beloved by many, especially people in our audience, uh, as Disney is. But the one thing I do hear from from people that have interactions with us, see on the boards every now and then, is that when people give it a fair shot, the thing they take most away from Universal isn't about attractions and screens and all of that. It ends up, it ends up coming down to, well, we were actually able to relax. We didn't have to deal with the same craziness that you do at yeah. Walt Disney World. So it, it's a, it's definitely a, a very big, uh, it, it's a very big plus side to it. So I, I like it for that reason. Uh, the next reason, number two, kind of goes off of that in a way just slightly different and that's you don't have to do the plan in advance but kind of like rhino mentioned literally minute by minute your schedule can change yeah um flexibility flexibility yo yeah and there's nothing worse than kind of as you already mentioned it this one does tie into the last one there's nothing more frustrating with like a Disney vacation saying like, okay, well I have this fast pass at this time. Well, I'm hungry now and maybe I can switch it around. No, I can't. So then you're forced with this option of, do I skip my fast pass because I want to go and eat right now? Or do I do that? And I'm 
grabbing snacks, suffering more with it. You have to come, you have to make these decisions that are obnoxious and you shouldn't have to make on your vacation. With Express, you don't have to worry about that. There's no time limit on when you have to you have to use your Express passes. Um, again, if you if you get the base pass, you have Express at at least each attraction once. And that's that's that. You don't have to use it if you don't want to to go and use your express at Men in Black Alien Attack. No one is forcing you to use that. It is there for you if you want it, but you don't have to use that. And if you don't want to use your express at Harry Potter and the Forbidden Journey when it's a five minute wait first thing in the morning and you'd rather use it when it's at a 90 minute wait later on in the day, then you also have that ability. And that is the beautiful thing of it. Without attaching time periods to any of it, your day can be made up as you want. So not only do you not have to do that pre-planning out in advance of which park am I going to on which day and do I have to make this this decision, that decision, the day of, the hour of, the minute of, you are in control all the time. And time is money. And control makes you feel powerful. Jeez. All right, Yoda. <laughs> I don't scary Yoda, Yoda ever said that. Yeah, it's a scary Yoda. Control feels powerful. Yeah. Powerful control does feel. <laughs> yeah. mm. So, uh, again. Murder you, I will. <laughs> mm. uh, the next thing I'm going to say, uh, this is a yes and no situation. Sometimes it's true. Sometimes it's not. Most of the time it's true. One of the best things about Express Pass, especially over Fast Pass Plus, is you don't get the super long lines that FastPass Plus seems to acquire. and It's true. Yeah. It, it feels like it, it's a lot more breezy going in. You don't really have a hold-up at the... I've never... I, I don't often see a hold-up at the Express. Yeah. And that's... Uh, I, I can only speak... I That was one of the best parts of working at Forbidden Journey back in the days before there was Express Pass there. I never had to worry about that. So it was just that regular line constantly moving. It then became an issue when I got to Dragon Challenge. And one of the the spots that we had to be at was Merge on super busy days where you would get an express line backed up and the regular line. You would be in charge of merging the back and forth, kind of like Disney has always had with uh, their their points where Fast Pass meets up with the regular line. And Merge was one of those things like at Disney – I kind of bought into their normal routine of, you know, 20 people and then one yeah. person from the other side and kind of kind of match up into that. With Express, I was always like, okay, these people are paying money to get a shorter wait. I feel more conditioned to, to oh, stop yeah. the regular line and dump these people in as much as possible. And so for that reason... I feel like I feel like you went out of your way more than Disney. With Disney, it's they just got lucky and got a fast pass. With this this other side, they paid for it, so they kind of deserve it more. And I know not everyone is that way. That's just how I felt personally as as an employee. But I think that's that's the mindset of a decent amount of people there. So you don't see the the huge lines backing up that you do sometimes at Disney. Like, my God, every single time I get a fast pass for Jungle Cruise, I feel like I'm waiting 30 minutes just for the fast pass for that. So, and that that happens way too often. Universal, I mean, maybe you're talking 10 minutes for an express line, maybe. And that's, uh, 
that's out of the norm. Most of the time you're walking right up to the point right before you're getting onto the attraction and it's a nice smooth experience and that's a huge benefit. But that leads into the kind of the last one that I want to talk about and that is usually express passes are designed to help you walk less through the attractions. And I know that that could be a good or good or a bad thing. You might miss out on some of the theming and detail inside the attractions, but honestly, when you're running around all day mm. and we only have such a limited amount of time to do it, you yeah, know? you need to maximize your time. Again, I hate bringing it up because Dragon Challenge isn't here anymore, but oh my god, the queue was so long yeah. for that. I uh, walking through it, it was like one room after another, and I'm like. What? Is this is never ending. Yeah, and that attraction could be at a five minute wait all day. We had many days where it was a walk on, and it's like okay, well, you don't need express, but everyone used it anyways because you actually got uh, you got to go down the stairs in the champions tent and basically show up right before choose your fate, where you got to choose which side you want to. So you skipped out about five minutes of walking right there. And so people, even if they didn't have Unlimited Express, if it was to save them time, they would still do it. Because, again, time is money. And not every attraction will cut you down on that sort of weight of wandering all the way through. But uh, another prime example is, like, Forbidden Journey. If if you're going through the uh, if you're going through the regular line, you're walking all the way down. You're walking out. You're walking up the gardens, and you're coming through the first couple before you finally get into Dumbledore's office, which is the second thing you see immediately when you're going through the express line. So right there, you already cut off time too. So if your if your goal is to not have to stand around or continue walking, and I'm I'm not being an a, I always advocate walking. If you can walk, you should walk. But if you're going from park open to park close, long days, if you can take some time to be like, okay, I'll take a five-minute break after this attraction because, you know, I'm, I'm getting kind of tired. Also, take those little shortcuts there when you can. Save save your body some of the stress mm-hmm. if you can. Yeah. Yeah. Agree. Agree. Okay. Well, that's I, I think those are the, the the four benefits of Universal Express. Rhino, do is there anything that I missed? Is there anything that you think is worth mentioning? No, I think that covered them all pretty well. Okay. Well, that's excellent. If you guys out there have any more uh, thoughts on benefits to using Universal Express, as always, you can go ahead and uh, let us know down in the comments below if you're watching this on YouTube or if you're listening to this on iTunes. You can always email us at uopodcast at disunplugged.com. So, Rhino, thank you so much for joining me on this episode. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. And thank you to everyone out there for listening and watching this. Of course, if you need information, as always, head over to disunplugged.com, home of our show notes page for the show and all the others on the Disunplugged Podcast Network. You can find links to Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, our email, which again is uopodcast at disunplugged.com. If you're watching this on YouTube, go ahead and make sure you're subscribed and you hit that bell button so you get notified anytime we have a new video being posted and then of course leave us comments down below about everything we talked about and other random stuff i'm getting better about answering 
Go back and look at last week's. You can see that I am. And then also uh, hit that thumbs up. And if you're listening to this on iTunes, go ahead, subscribe to us there as well, and make sure to rate and review us. So once again, thank you to Rhino. Thank you to everyone out there for listening and watching to this. We will be back with you next week for another episode of the Dis Unplugged Universal Edition. But until then, remember, we still have not changed the name. Thank you.